Hello, well, this is Blind Haired Girl. I just kept telling myself, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I have to get up early tomorrow because I have a, um, a doctor's appointment. I'm a dentist appointment. I, um, I, it's been a long time coming. I, I, about, gosh, I think it might be like, well, four years ago, three years ago, four years ago, <laughs> I don't remember. It doesn't matter, but I go to the dentist. Um, and they, for like a cleaning, you know, and I wasn't perfect at doing my cleanings exactly six months apart, but I, I was trying to, to do, have my doctor's appointment, my dentist appointments. And, um, I go to the guy, it's a new guy and he, I don't even think they had done a cleaning yet. And he walks in and he's like, you know, basically you need all this dental work, like $5,000 worth of dental work. And I think with the insurance, it was around 2000 for me to have all this dental work. Like, he's like, you need three crowns, blah, blah, blah. You have all these cavities, three cavities. I mean, he, he just went off and I just, I was like, what? You know, like how, like, how is, how is that even possible? And, um, and then my life just took this like abrupt turn to where my teeth were like the last thing on my mind. And then, um, and then I went back to them when I got some cleaning, cleaning done. So it had been two years since I had gone back to this place and I tend to get treated not always like, I would say they were kind of mad at me that I had not addressed these issues that they thought that I had with my teeth. And that things were just sort of getting worse, you know, like, why isn't she, why isn't she dealing with this stuff? And, and, uh, I was, I was waiting because I tend to, I really live by inspiration. I mean, I really do. And I was waiting on something to happen, either getting, getting new insurance or whatever, but I did. So I get new insurance and I call, I call that dentist office and then they don't call me back. I, I let them know I've got this insurance. Please give me a quote on this dental work. And they don't, they don't get back to me. So I figured they don't really want to do the work on my teeth. So I found, and then I had, went to work finding another dentist. So I go back to the office that I went to initially. Um, I really loved my dentist. I loved him so much. And then he moves away. And that that's what they do. They get us all hooked and then, then they move away. It's like, what? Um, and there was nobody who was ever going to replace him to this point. But these people know me. I'm in their system, I'm, you know from a long time ago. <laughs> and so I, 
I end up going into back into the office. So I, I'm sitting in there and I'm just as nervous as anything. I'm like, oh my God. Um, but I walk in and I absolutely loved the receptionist. I loved, not the receptionist, the assistant. I loved her so much. She was just amazing and uh, really sweet, very attentive, patient with me. And she did a set of x-rays that I've never experienced before. I mean, it just felt like it was just so many x-rays. But the dentist comes walking in, and it's a female. So the dentist is a female dentist. Sorry about my yarding. Um, and I have never had a female dentist before. Not that I have any prejudices or anything, but and I take one look at her, and I just like, oh, my God, I absolutely love this. Her, She's Dr. Tobias. She's a a dentist, I guess, in Arizona, but whatever. So she takes a look and tinkers around here, here, and here. And she says, she says that I need, She t- she's talking about, well, two crowns in particular are crooked. These crowns are not, they're supposed to be sealed. She explains it to me in a way that I really understand, which the other dentist didn't do. And one of these crowns I've been wanting to to replace for years. I've wanted it's 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 metal, it's really ugly. It's a really, really ugly crown. And so I am just thrilled to get rid of this crown. I'm like, yeah. Um and get a new really pretty tooth in my, you know, fake tooth in my mouth. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so, so, um, so I'm sitting in the chair and I'm, I don't know, I just decided to do things differently. And I was like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to be able to either afford something out, you know, seemingly at expensive or my insurance I said I just don't even know how this is going to turn out but I'm going to trust I'm just going to trust and then she comes back with like the invo- the invoice or you know for me and I about fell out of my dental chair and <laughs> um it was it was like 1,333 or something like that. But my 333, like I'm, y- y'all, I'm pretty obsessed with numbers. And especially when I see three, it's so crazy. Isn't that nutty? It's so crazy. Like, how does this stuff even happen? How does it even happen? Like, I was sharing with y'all about my consecutive numbers that I had asked for, this number sequencing that I'd asked for. And then I saw it again. I was on my way home from my mom's uh, last Thursday. I looked down in my odometer, and there it is again. I pull over, and I take a picture. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That sequence again. Wow, God, you know, I just, such a blessed life. 
So tomorrow is the second phase. I'm getting my new crown on my right side, and then tomorrow they'll be doing a cleaning, and then they're also going to be doing on the left side, they're going to be putting in, like, preparing it for the new crown on the left side. And I'm really excited. So I'll have to come back at least one more time to get my upper left crown done. Um, I also had this other really weird thing happen yesterday. And then I'm going to move on with what I really wanted to talk about. Um, yesterday, or the, the other day, I think it was Sunday, I get this. No, it was Monday. I don't even know what day is it. It was Sunday. This is nuts. Okay, so on Sunday, I get this message, like, from Indeed. Somebody, like, messages me, instant messages me on Indeed saying that they think that I would be interested in this position. And so, and then I, you know, got back and they said, are you interested in moving to this this new location? And I said, yes, because I think I've told you all I have this opportunity to live to rent a room from a family that's very close to me. And so I get back to her, I said, yes, you know, so she she says, well, can we have a talk tomorrow? And so she sets up the Zoom, and I don't even know if you'd even call it an interview. It was just this Zoom, you know, talk. And um, we get to talking, and I would basically, I can't, I can't even believe this. It was so weird as she got to talking because I had been doing this. Well, I've been doing for years. I would keep a a small, what some people would consider a journal in my proximity all the time. And I would have it available to me to write in like, and I wrote all kinds of stuff. So I would write things that I liked about life. I would write little notes, little quotes I would get. It was just, it was just my, it was something that I did for years, years I've been doing this. And I started to like really kind of change it up this year or the last couple of years, 2020. I really started to change it up and started to write things differently and in fact, I would write things as I wanted them to be. I would write things as I wanted them to be, and and um, and I and I and then I realized that I was doing this thing that I do, where I'm I'm telling the universe or source or whatever, like how I want things instead of trusting in source but I found this fascinating because it was like okay I'm just gonna give you a little little so I really wanted to go straight to my client and I wanted to make like a hundred dollars a visit with my clients as kind of an independent contractor and I was like in here I wrote like like at you know a minimum of 10 clients and I and I just it, it had like all of these details, and 
this, she just, she said, well, she said, you would be an independent contractor. And she, and she was explaining this stuff to me. And she said that you, that I would, um, be, um, that I would have a minimum of 10 clients, but she has, she has contractors that have at least 18, that have like 18 clients at a time. And she said, you can have, you can do it one of two ways. She was telling me all this stuff and I'm sitting there and then they also pay, which is just unbelievably wonderful. They pay $50 an hour for driving because I was telling her that I, I had been doing this position, a, a sub a contracted position in Phoenix and I had to, and I couldn't make a living at it um, because I was making $30 an hour and, and all, and that wasn't just for everything. Like for meetings, I was making 25 for this. I was making, I mean, like the pay, it was, I wasn't able to make a living. I couldn't sustain myself and keep my sanity. Um, and so I think I had like around 25 clients and I didn't see all of them weekly. Um, which sounds like, like, sounds crazy that like not having only having 25, but honestly it was the only way because I also had like all of these other things that I did where I went and I, I completed, um, assessments for, for eligibility. And then I also wrote them up and I had to do like notes and I had to do quarterly reports and I had, they were like all, and I had to attend like their IFSP meetings and some stuff I got paid for and some stuff I didn't. But what was really killing me was the drive time that I was not getting paid for. So I was, I was like, say it took me like a half an hour to get to this house, a half an hour to get to the, the next house, a half an hour to get to the next house and another half an hour to get to the next house. Well, at this job, I'd be making 200 bucks. But at the job that I was at, I wasn't getting paid for any of that time. I don't even think they were paying me mileage. And so it, it, it just didn't work at all. It was, it was really quite terrible. Um, and I ended up leaving because I couldn't, I couldn't make a living at it. So, um, okay. So I'm trying to like keep my thoughts together here. So I, I, um, it's like, I'm trying to remember what I went to from there, but, um, I just couldn't believe how, how much this coincided with what I had written in my journal. Like, these details I'd written in my journal, but anyway, so, so I, I know that these principles work is what I'm trying to say. The other thing that was really exciting about this phone call that I had with her was she was very, very sure that I could apply for my counseling license in that state. She wanted me, she said, is a requirement that you apply for your, for your license in this state and then like a bare minimum and 
and I'm looking through it and I'm like, oh my God, I do. I think I can do this. Like, I really think that I can, can apply for this thing with my degrees and my, my experience. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to apply for it and then she's going to do a background check. And, um, and I'm just going to see how it goes. You know, I can have as few or as many clients as I want. Could be part-time, full-time, whatever I'm desiring. Um, and so, (laughs) that was just fascinating. Because even as she was talking, I was like, I was telling her, like, this is so weird because I had, I literally written these things down that, that I had these desires for, but just nuts, isn't it? So, um, but what I really wanted to talk about was my, my friend had gotten with me and asked me, you know, for my mother's passing, what charitable organization she could donate to in my mother's honor. And (laughs) I'm probably like outing myself right now. It's like, um, I'm not really sure what to say. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. My mother probably donated to a lot of charitable organizations. I don't know. Which is something that my sisters and I need to look into because I'll probably continue to be billing her account. Um, but I, and I told her, I said, I said, I think my mother would prefer that you just take your family to lunch and don't worry about anything ever, ever again. Because in all actuality, that's all that's important in life is the memories. It's like my mom, we just saw her. I just, like the Sunday before she passed, it hasn't even been, you know, a week it's been a week since I saw my mother. I had, um, my sister was in town because she doesn't live in Arizona right now. And I had gone to, to visit my sister and I had gone to pick up my mom. So I pick up my mom for my sister so she doesn't have to pick up my mom. So I pick up my mom, I go over there and we, we ate and chatted and um we had this absolutely lovely time I was able to give my mom some birthday presents and and then I drove I I dropped my mom off at her house and I walked into her house to make sure she was safe You know, it's like, what more could you possibly want? It's like, love you, mom. I'll see you soon. Like, this is what we remember. It's like, I don't remember so much about, about 
things, like I remember memories, times spent with people. You know, it's like there's this quote by Mother Teresa. It's like she said, if you want to change the world or you want to heal the world or whatever, go home and love your family. You know, and and even though I know, I know how, like, I don't know, maybe this is going to sound really conceited or boastful or whatever, but I don't care. It's been my focus. My focus has been being present for the people in my life. I'm present. I, I make an effort to be with them, to call them, to check on them, to... You know, I'm like in contact with my children. You know, I, if I haven't heard from them in a couple days, you know, I'm on it. Just like, how are you? What's happening? You know. Even my youngest. (laughs) Yeah, he's, he, um, this, they had the weirdest thing. I got this text from my niece the other day. So my niece is at, is, um, in college as well. They're going to the same university. So my son and my niece, who are months apart, <laughs> it was so weird. So we, my, I had a nephew pass away when he was 12, and it was very devastating, I mean, for our family. I mean, it was awful. And it was just the weirdest thing. We all three went on to have more children. And we were older <laughs> we were older and it was like this romper room in our house with all these you know my sister was um well let me just tell you the story so it's so weird like over a christmas my 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 middle sister had this she would just have these elaborate christmas parties and she had we we're all sitting at the table all the adults are sitting at the table eating and then she has these cards and she hands out these cards to everyone and I open it and it said, welcome to our family and some name. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, you're adopting? You're adopting a baby? Because my sister said she will never have any other children. She had two children. She wasn't having any more ever. I'm talking, she and my brother-in-law were just adamant. They were never having any more children. Like, that was a locked door. And my sister had unexpectedly gotten pregnant with my niece, Allie. And I about fell out of my chair. I just could not believe it. But anyway, so my sister is pregnant. So that's Christmas. And my sister is due in July. So she she was probably quite pregnant at this point, about, what, three months? And I'm trutzing along in my life, and I, I find out I'm pregnant unexpectedly with my love child. I make jokes about it. I did eventually marry his dad, and I did eventually marry, but we were not married until he was two years old. And and I I got pregnant and I 
I was really scared and I didn't tell anyone. And I go to the hospital to see my knees because my my sister decided with this third one, she wasn't even going to mess around and she just scheduled a cesarean because my sister had all three of her children cesarean. And so, um, so she just decided this one, I'm not just not even going to mess around. So I remember, I guess they have a picture of me looking at my niece and like, and they didn't know what was happening at the time, but it's just kind of, you know, an interesting picture where, and I was pregnant with my son at the time. She was born um, in July. And so, <laughs> and so I end up having my son in March of the next year. So these two are like nine months apart. So she turns 18, my child turns 18, you know, within the year. And so it's so weird. So she's a sophomore at the college, and then my son is a freshman. Well, I get this text from my niece saying that my son and his girlfriend had come into a the um, coffee shop that she is currently working at. <laughs> I thought... And she was like, she seemed all excited, you know, my, my cousin came in. Um, but anyway, and then I got with my son and he said, I, I had no idea she worked there. It was just an accident. Isn't that crazy? Well, I don't believe in accidents. So I thought it was the neatest thing that, um, that she had, they had run into each other on accident. (laughs) Anyway, and I've been trying to send them, like, I sent them both, my son and my niece, I sent them both, like, these, like, like packages with candy in it. <laughs> and I asked her, I said, okay, what, what kind of, what's your favorite candy? And she said, I love sweet tarts. And I'm like, honestly, I can't even say the name sweet tart without just salivating even as I'm talking about it right now it's it's like crazy I don't think I could eat that stuff I was like really you like sweet tarts and she's like yes and I said well what kind because when I looked up sweet tarts there's like a gazillion and um she said she likes these chewy kind so she let me know that she had gotten her chewy um Sweethearts. But anyway, so now I'm on to what else should I send them? Maybe something healthier, like a fruit basket, you know, some kind of healthy fruit basket or a whole bunch of oranges or something. Um, so I don't, I'm not always sending them candy because candy's not really great. But anyway, this is the long way in talking about these memories of this, all of this, of family and friends, I'm going to happy hour. I take my, my son to, there's this happy hour in the town that I live in that I really enjoy going to because um, they, they have, um, well, they have chicken weeks for him for $6, and it is a platter. I'm talking, it's a lot of chicken wings. 
And then I get one of a few things, and, and mine is, like, you know, fairly inexpensive, but they have, like, $5 glasses of wine or, like, mixed drinks for, like, basically 4 bucks. And I just, I just love this happy hour. And so I'm notorious for, want to go to happy hour? <laughs> but my oldest son loves going with me. So we've gone like a few times. I tried to talk my son and my other son into it, but he just, I could not get him to come. But I did bring him home some chicken wings. So, you know, like these, these memories Oh, but my son, my youngest son, what we had going was I had found this place in town that makes like the best corn chowder. Like, honestly, it's like the best corn chowder I've ever had. It's not like excessively like creamy. Like a lot of chowders are like creamy. It's almost like drinking milk. This one's not like that. It's, it's. Um, it's more of like a, um, a broth based with tomato and it is so good. And then they put like corn chips in it and a little bit of cheese and they, they serve it with a homemade roll. Oh my God. Anyway, so I got my son just hooked. He's like, mom, do they have the corn chowder? <laughs> And then if we couldn't eat there, we would go over to Wildflower and eat lunch. Certainly once so I could bribe my youngest to go eat lunch with me. Um, we had our little traditions. Um, you know, and just all the time that I've spent with them and the games I went to and the events I went to and driving them to school and... Um, I did just, you know, and I never, ever, ever took one minute for granted, but it did go by so fast. It just went by so fast, and now it's, like, done. They're all three, like, you know, my my two are just flying off in their own, doing their thing. My oldest is, is... Flying in his own way. He just needs a little bit more support than my other two. And even, he doesn't even really, it's just the the money situation and him. Like, he just needs a little bit of help with, with bills. Like, like, I mean, even if he, um had a job I'm like I'm not entirely sure like um he just needs a little help with bills like he told me the other day he's like mom I I got an application for the gas station down the street because they need help and I was like the first thing in my mind is how is he gonna gonna um be able to give change for money Like, uh, you know, I was just like, I kind of had like this little, like, how is he going to do that? And I didn't want to cut him off at the knees, you know, Um, because we all just kind of learn. But I was like, okay, well, I can teach you 
um, how I learned how to do that. But, um, you know, I mean, seems like cards would be easy. They could teach him how to do the cards. Um, once my son knows something, it's locked in and he, he's really good at it. It's just getting to the knowing how to do something. And some things are easy for him and some things are hard. <laughs> like for years I I was I was um clipping his nails. My son is a grown man, okay? But he there was just so much about it. Like first of all, he couldn't stand having them clipped to begin with. He hated it. I mean, but I would make him because like his nails would be longer than mine. <laughs> and I'm like, son, we got to clip your nails. So I'd sit down and I'd clip them. And then, and then, so he couldn't stand having them clipped, but also the clipper itself would just really give him trouble. Like his coordination. I, I you know, some of y'all may not know my son, my oldest son is diagnosed autistic and he has significant, I mean, significant sensory issues. And he also has a touch of cerebral palsy. And so, like, some tasks were very, very challenging for him, like tying shoes. Like, I just, like, prefer to not get shoes that he has to tie. I So, normally, I buy him these, we buy him these new shoes where he he doesn't have to tie them. <laughs> because his his dexterity is just uh, and there's no point in just stressing out so um and so um but anyway so so one day I'm just like sitting there and he goes oh mom I clipped my nails I'm like what <laughs> you did what and he's like yeah I clipped my nails I can do it from now on so he doesn't need my help clipping his nails anymore he, like, I don't even know how to say what a huge leap that was. Just this huge leap. Um, my son clipping his nails. Anyway, I'm a little bit all over the place, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, just this note from my mother. This note from my mother. It's like, that's what it's all about is what... I'm describing and just being together and eating meals together and cooking a pie together. <laughs> us hanging out. Just watching a movie <laughs> that I could never stay awake in. <laughs> My kids. Or we'd get, like, hooked on all of these, like, Netflix shows. Like, I don't know. My daughter, before she went off to college, um, we were trying to get through the Breaking Bad series. Like, I know this is really crazy. Like, how could I watch something like this? But, like, quite honestly, it was so well written. It was so well written. Like, you just... You're watching it and you're like, I can't, how did they come up with this stuff? And these characters and, and, and their, the characters habits. Like there was this one woman who was like, she was really kind of a demon. 
And she wore these high heels and like the clicking of her heels on the ground. Like, like these character studies. I mean, it, it just was, you know, I know this is kind of crazy making any kind of comparison, but like Shakespeare. Like the writing in some of these shows is really well done and Breaking Bad is one of them. So my my daughter and I are trying to get through all five seasons before she goes off to college. And so we're just like, you know, we're just sitting there and we're watching. And we watched it only one show at a time. So, like, we didn't just do, like, a marathon. We're like, okay, today we're going to watch one, you know, one show. And and um, I remember sometimes where I would have to close my eyes. Somehow my daughter was... <laughs> at 18 was more you know um advanced in her ability to watch you know something horrible than I was because Breaking Bad has some horrible scenes in it horrible and so and so I had to close my eyes I just could not watch that anything like that and so um you know, and it was so strange because I watched it again. I watched the seasons twice. And I have to tell you, the first season, I, you know, it's like, you kind of got to like this, this main character. And season number two, not so, like the second time I watched it, I, not so much. I thought, you know, he, he was really manipulative, really kind of not a nice person whatsoever like the first time I watched it I thought he was maybe misunderstood or well-intended or whatever but the second time I watched it I don't know maybe it was just knowing the end (laughs) but anyway yeah it's the time we spend together that makes life, I guess, so wonderful. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to go back to sleep. I appreciate y'all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.